On this episode of High Flow Lifestyle, we talk with Haley Hoover about two skill sets to elevate your business with fun and flow. And she gives us some techniques for beginning to develop our intuition. I'm your host, Dr. Josh Smith, and welcome to the High Flow Lifestyle Podcast. It's my privilege to be your peak performance and flow coach with this episode. Each week, you'll hear mind-blowing interviews, as well as actionable tips and strategies for accessing flow for optimal human performance, heightening creativity, intuition, and productivity, and most importantly, living a healthier and happier life. Now let's dive into your next dose of practical flow training. Haley Hoover is a success coach and intuitive artist who helps female entrepreneurs elevate their business with fun, fulfillment, and flow. An Amazon number one new release author, her expertise is in intuition, success mindset, and visionary thinking in business. She has been featured in Positively Positive, Thrive Global, Thought Catalog, and Hypnozine, among others. When she's not sitting behind her psychedelic colored laptop, she can be found wandering through nature with her boyfriend in Northern California where they reside. Welcome to the show, Haley. What's your superpower? My superpower is one that we all have, um, something you talk a lot about on this show, and that is my intuition. Mm. Um, yeah, I feel like it's each of our own superpowers. Um, but for me specifically, that has never guided me wrong. <laughs> it's something I'm continuously trying to develop and lean into more because um, because it's never uh, steered me wrong. It's never... Um, it's never wrong because it's from your higher self. And so, um, yeah, my intuition. That's great. That's great. (laughs) And well, I guess, tell us about your relationship with flow. Is there anything that you do that helps you get into a flow state? Yeah. Um, I love, I, I first found out about flow, the actual term years ago, and it immediately made sense to me. And I thought, okay, that's what I do when I paint. You and you know, time stands still and you're hyper-focused because you're engaged. Um, and so I try to bring that feeling of flow into my business. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's not more difficult to bring it in, but it's more easily to get out of flow, I think, in business because we get we get to where we're trying to push analytics or push our head like all up in our mind. And flow is really much deeper than that. It's something that you're naturally engaged in, you're naturally wanting to do. And so um, whenever I find myself really forcing the ball uphill in my business Mm -hmm. um, or even in my artwork as well, but when I'm starting to force, I just step away. Um, a lot of times that looks like moving my body so I can get out of my head. So mm-hmm. I do like, I'll turn on some dance music and dance around or, um, do an ab workout, even just anything to get me out of my head brings right. me back into that, that connection with my body and my intuition. Yeah. Yeah. Physically creating that distraction does, does yeah. wonders rather than trying to like power through it and the whole mm-hmm. hustle and grind concept. It's, you know, I, I'm it, totally on board with the, you know, start from a clean slate. Yeah. Yeah. So Cause the hustle and grind just doesn't work anymore. You know, I feel like yeah. in years past people have, you know, promoted that methodology, but I just don't see the benefit personally. Right. 
<laughs> right. I, I agree. I agree. So you mentioned art. Is that part of your business or is that just sort of complementary? Yeah. Um, so I'm a success coach and intuitive artist. Mm. Um, they're separate, but kind of slowly, naturally merging. Nice. <laughs> My art is very, actually, it perfect for your show. It's very... Um, flowy is the only word that's coming up Mm -hmm. flowy abstract Mm -hmm. um it's intuitive art right so i don't begin a painting with a concept in mind i approach the canvas with "Ooh, what do i feel like doing next what does this color need next to it just really feeling into it so Mm -hmm. it really comes like makes some really bizarre creations (laughs) which is great and Mm -hmm. so what i've found is like when i'm working with my um, coaching clients and they're in what I just described that state of like trying to force it's not working. They're getting frustrated. I've realized I can show them one of my paintings and I'll say, what is the message here regarding Mm. your business? And because there is no, I don't paint the painting with a message. So everyone can look at it and they're going to get out of it what their intuition needs them to get out of it. Um, so yeah, they'll look at the painting. They're like, Oh, okay. I see, you know, here's a road and mm-hmm. I'm forcing this road and they need to go up the scenic route and stuff that I would never in a million years find on my own inside my own paintings. Right. Um, but it's definitely been a really neat tool to incorporate into my coaching to help people get back into that state of flow, that state of fun. Right. And, um, and cease to force the, mm-hmm. the outcome. Yeah. That's yeah. That's very cool to, you know, it, it really makes uh, the, the client or the person you're working with like immediately focus on the present and yeah. get out of their head for a moment and, you know, think about their own intuition and, you know, what, mm-hmm. how they relate to, you know, your artwork. That's, that's mm-hmm. a great uh, technique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it gets them like thinking with a different part of their brain like that creative part, which I think is more closely linked to flow than the analytical part. So definitely, yeah. yeah. Well, cool. so you mentioned uh, a little bit about like business and you, you have a couple skill sets that you think might elevate business with uh, fun and flow. Yes. Yeah. So first of all, what we've been talking about is your intuition. Mm. Um, I've been doing a lot of research on this lately and amazing, like top tier entrepreneurs like Richard Branson, Oprah, um, Steve Jobs, they have all been quoted saying that their greatest gift, their greatest skill was their intuition, Mm -hmm. Um, which, right, is how we get into flow. So I feel like it's a very underrated skill set that every entrepreneur possesses. And it's a skill that we can actually teach. I think in years past, there was this misconception that, you know, you're either born with a strong intuition or you're not, but yeah, now we know it's, it's a, it's a skill set and it's something Mm -hmm. you can develop and you can grow into. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing is, is your creativity. And I think that's a word that holds a lot of, um, it's very polarizing. I found out. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. I, I've, I've, so was the word flow, but creativity as well. You know, people yeah. believe, you know, they might think, well, I'm not an artist. I'm not a singer, so I'm not creative, but exactly. Oh, and yet, of- yeah, we all have creativity. We're all born with it. That's what sets mankind apart. Um, but I think that we get really hung up on that word and we're like, 
oh, I'm not a creative. I don't paint or, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm no Picasso, so I don't have that skill, but it's just like your intuition. And I believe the two go hand in hand that, you know, you can develop it and one's going to strengthen the other. And, um, it's one of your greatest assets in business specifically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I really believe that, you know, that should be built in as, you know, part of your identity going forward. You know, they talk mm-hmm. a lot about the 21st century skills and emotional intelligence and, you know, both of those skill sets, creativity and intuition are high up there on, you know, desirability uh, mm-hmm. for, you know, employability and overall success in life. And they're two hugely underrated topics. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay. Well, so, talking a little bit about intuition um it it may be some people see them as different as opposite uh referring to like insight versus intuition is where sort of like insight is that aha moment where just something like clicks all of a sudden um have you ever had any aha moments of insight yeah um yeah and i think those do come from your intuition Mm-hmm. Um, so my, my favorite daily ritual is I work, um, early mornings till about two in the afternoon. And then no matter what's going on, I stop and I take a walk, I take an hour and I walk around outside and it's like, at first I begin walking and I'm just kind of unraveling my mind from, you know, everything that's gone on that day and kind of unraveling. But as I continue to walk, my mind really relaxes and it's when the, in those moments of like, not trying to think of a solution, I'm relaxed. I'm, you know, enjoying the sunshine or, you know, the leaves on the ground. That's when that insight magically pops up and you're like, Oh, okay. That's the, that's the answer. Um, but I love that you can't make it happen. It's just like this bizarre mystery. Like you Mm -hmm. just gotta, you just, just, uh, allow it, but you can't, okay, I'm going to go walk and get an insight. If you do that, it's not going to work. Right. You can't force (laughs) it. Yeah. You can can try to create an environment that, you know, it's, it's more likely you'll find something, but it's not, it's not guaranteed. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm wondering, um, you know, I think science says nature makes us happier and healthier and and more creative as well. Do you uh, find yourself in contact with nature or how do you connect with nature? Yeah, I totally, totally believe that. Um, Like I said, every day. I, if that, if no other time during the day, I'm out on a walk, what, at mm. least for an hour, just getting out in nature. And it does, it's like an instant mood shift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're instantly out of your head. You're instantly, I feel like I get much more appreciative yeah. of everything around me. Um, and then on my days off, yeah, more likely than not, my boyfriend and I go up to the mountains, we're hiking, we're fishing, we're oh, cool. um, out and just that recharges my batteries more than anything else that I've found, Mm -hmm. you know, if I stay at home or stay inside, then I tend to, you know, let's do housework or let's piddle, but Mm -hmm. out in nature, it's like, you're free. There's, there's nothing to worry about, but what's in front of you. Yeah. (laughs) Where are you located? I'm in Northern California. Okay. Okay. So you have some, I guess you deal with four seasons, maybe. Yeah. Um, well, we just moved here and so far the weather's been, we've been here four months and we just had our first snow 
Mm. yesterday. Other than that, it's been sunny and 70, which I'm loving. <laughs> okay. Okay. Two seasons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, Yosemite's an hour away and then nice. we've got a lot of nice, uh, big trees. State park is right up the road. So we're very fortunate to be here at least for now. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Yeah. I wanted to take a second to share an upcoming opportunity with you. I help people who are a little stuck or aspiring to go to that next level of success in life. Unlock your hidden human potential so you can achieve your dreams faster. I realized the best way to do this is to launch a membership group with support from a community of like-minded people. In the membership, you'll have access to courses you can go through at your own pace. There'll be live peer group coaching as well as one-on-one flow coaching options privately with me. I'll be offering early bird pricing you get to keep for life to members of the newsletter first. So sign up at highflowlifestyle.com where I'll keep you updated on the lower priced early bird membership access. I'll also send you my flow tips for optimal human performance and happiness. Now back to the show. What is one of your recent creative pursuits? So what I'm working on right now, it's actually been uh, a great combination of my coaching and the artwork like I was speaking about, and they're called visual clarity sessions. And what it is, is it's a one hour session. And basically I help entrepreneurs who feel like kind of stuck. They want to know what's their next business move. What's keeping me from greater success? Um, how do I expand into the next level? And, um, I have this interesting ability to be able to really tune into my intuition and ask a question on that they want to know and paint it out paint the answer through. So it's really, it's very, very intuitive. I allow it to come through me. And then we kind of, similar to what I described earlier, I'm like, okay, what's the message here? And I might give them a little guidance, but they pretty much, um, their intuition picks it right up. Like it goes there instantly. Oh, okay. That's what it is. That's, Mm. that's what I need to do. Cause most of the time we know the answer deep down, we're just, our minds in the way of it, or we're, we're, we're hiding from it. Right. Um, so then the, the second part of the session is really diving into like the coaching part, you know, like, what are we going to do with this information? How are we going to integrate it? And I I've, I've done a version of this offer for a while, And every single time, um, it's almost like we always have emotional breakthrough. We always leave with a clear, a clear actionable step moving forward. Mm -hmm. And just like this insane relief that they've been carrying around and they didn't even know, you know, that, that they needed to release. So it's pretty, pretty neat little project I've been working on and been a lot of fun. That's very cool. That's very cool. Very hands-on. It sounds like as well. It is. Yeah. Yeah. If nothing else, it's a really cool experience to watch someone paint something just for you. (laughs) Well, I guess let's take a step back and, and tell me a little bit about how you came about, I guess, trusting your intuition because sometimes intuition can people believe that's their intuition and might take them down the wrong path or, you know, something like that. And so I'm just wondering, like, you know, did you come through this, you know, were you an art teacher in the past or what what led you to where you're at now? I've always been really spiritual. Mm. And I think as I've grown and really, I've also also always really been into like self-development and psychology. And the more I've 
in my early adulthood, as I was reading all of these things and absorbing, the more I was realizing, well, my intuition is, yeah, that's spiritual and it kind of comes into some spiritual practice, but it's also incredibly like scientific and tangible and Mm -hmm. real, you know, this is something that we can teach. This is something everyone has. Um, But I think just, just over time, really fine tuning my ability to trust it. And I think the best exercise that I was taught um, is really just feeling into your body. So like if you take a second and take a deep breath and you ask, is my name Haley? Right. Well, you can, you have a feeling response in your body. And so when you feel what that is, you know, that's a yes, that's what a yes feels like. And so if you ask, is my name, Bob, you feel a different response in your body. And so it's really figuring out what you're feeling and then you're able to do that with bigger and bigger decisions and be able to identify yes or no quicker and quicker. Nice. Um, I was actually reading, I'm in the middle, well, about to finish Alicia Keys biography. Oh, wow. And just last night, it's perfect. We're having this conversation because last night there was this whole part where she was, she went to Oprah Winfrey Hmm. And asked her, she said, look, I'm trying to find a new manager and no one seems to have the vision for me that I have for me. And Oprah gave her that very advice. She said, well, you know what a resounding yes feels like in your body. Mm. You're, there's no doubt you're hundred percent clear, just all in. And she said, that's all you need to know. Follow that. That's your intuition. That's going to guide you. Wow. Everything else is a no. So if it's not a resounding yes, it's a no. And I thought, Oh, there it is. Right. Wonderful. Nice. (laughs) Well, it's great. Yeah. You're, I mean, you're reading books. I mean, that, that book wouldn't have led you to this, but it's nice, you know, you're, you're Mm -hmm. grabbing, you know, taking from different areas and, you know, you you can always pick up little insights along the way. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, tell me a little bit about, um, the sparkling hippie, like how, how did the name come about? I think it's a very cool name, but then at the same time, it makes me wonder because you've, you've sort of taken the word hippie, which, you know, people can use in a negative way, like, oh, you're a tree hugger or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but at the same time, you're also touching upon entrepreneurial issues and things like that. So how did that come yeah, about? Yeah, I get asked that a lot, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, years ago when I was um, young 20s, I've always known I wanted to be an online entrepreneur and an artist, mm-hmm. but it took a very long path to get there as it does many of us. Um, but I knew one day I wanted to sell my art and I wanted to have an art studio. And I've always had this bold, bright colored artwork with always throwing glitter and Mm. kind of psychedelic feels. (laughs) I've been compared to a lava lamp, my, (laughs) my artwork. (laughs) Um, and so I don't know. I just remember being like 21 and just thinking, Oh, what's my gallery going to be called one day. And that name just came to me. The uh, insight, intuition, whatever. Um, the sparkling hippie. Cause I thought, yeah, it's very, I, I I'm obsessed with the sixties, seventies era. I, I binge those documentaries, read all about those rock stars. Um, so, but that really influences my work, I think, cause it is very psychedelic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the sparkling part is just 
I'm obviously very bubbly, very optimistic. Mm -hmm. And so the name first originated for my artwork. And then as it became a blog, and then I've just kind of stuck with it. And I've thought about changing it. I've thought about dropping it. And then, you know, I talk to coaches about it and I tune in with myself and it's like, no, it's a memorable name. It still fits what I do as a whole. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, it's just continued to grow with me, which is really cool. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it definitely. (laughs) Yeah. Memorable. (laughs) It is right. (laughs) So growing up, it sounds like you were at least in somewhat of a supportive environment of your creative spirit and you were, you know, your, your family or your, your friends, you know, you were allowed to sort of explore that creativity and that, you know, self-expression. Is that accurate? Yes. No, that's accurate. My mom was really big on, um, you know, she gave me my first paint set and, every summer she wanted me to paint her picture Mm. and that just kind of like planted the seed. Um, and then when I got into writing, she helped me write, I won like a huge regional contest in second grade for writers. And so she was right there with me, encouraging me. Um, the only time it became like not so encouraged is when you're graduating high school and you tell your, your counselor, you want to be an artist and they Mm -hmm. go, uh, let's think about that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. There's a lot of people that go through some um, life uh, decisions Mm -hmm. there. And that's when, unfortunately, a lot of times the arts get put uh, on the back shelf for a quote unquote real job or career path. Yeah. Which I I will say, um, you know, it hurt to hear that, but then it was good advice. It was very practical. So Mm -hmm. I went and I got a degree in public relations. Okay which is a mixed bag of all my passions. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a little bit of design, a little bit of writing, a little bit of promotions. Mm -hmm. And it was a really good fit for a degree for me. And I worked in that industry for uh, about seven years. And so I'm glad I did it. I'm, I'm not angry at anyone for giving me that advice, but it's just at some point you have to really look inward and say, okay, what's really my purpose here? And what am I right. really drawn to do? Right. And so um, here I am. <laughs> well, that's good. That's great. I'm glad you found your passion. And, and I, you know, in lieu of what I said, I do think the public relations degree is great. I used to teach public relations and communication. So oh, wow. it's, yeah. I think it's a degree that, you know, can fit you well because you can pick up skills along the way that, you know, you can pick and choose those skills that you can take into your next more artistic or, or, mm-hmm. you know, your more, um, entrepreneurial venture, you know, that yeah. fits you. Yeah. And the neat thing about it is, you know, right. As I was going through that degree, going through college, it was like Twitter had just come out. Mm. Instagram was coming out a couple of years after that. Facebook was really like coming onto the scene. So I feel like I've been a study, a student of um, social media from day one, which is a right. really cool perspective to have. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so, and, and that's totally came in handy with everything I've done. <laughs> yeah. So I guess how does that play in? That's sort of a, you know, a touchy subject for some people because social media can be a distraction, which, you know, can pull you out of flow. Uh, But at the same time, it's a modern technology and can be put to good use. Yeah. How do you balance that with your life? It's definitely all about boundaries. Um, I tell my clients, you know, if, 
it, it seems like we start our entrepreneurial journey um, or even like an artistic or creative journey. We start by following all these people on social media that, that are experts that light us up, that, you know, inspire us. But at some point you may get down the line on the journey and realize, Oh, I'm never going to be as good as them. Oh, I don't, I have too many voices. And at that point, it's nothing, it's not those people's fault. It's nothing you did wrong, but it's time to tune in and say, okay, I need to take a break, you know? And there's been multiple times, um, in my career where I took a month off of social media or a couple weeks because, um, I think it's a good tool, but we have to be so mindful of how much of it we're letting in. Even, Mm. even today, I don't wake up and scroll, you know, I, um, I have very strict, rules about when I'm on it, when I'm mm-hmm. off of it, a certain time of night, we're done. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it should be, it should be a tool. It shouldn't, if there's ever a point where it starts to make you feel bad or like you're not doing enough or whatever, then it's time to really think about putting a boundary into place. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. great. Well, Haley, um, I've had a Great time chatting with you. Uh, Is there anything else you'd like to share with everyone about maybe how you develop or sustain a high flow lifestyle? Yeah. um, It's all about listening to fun, like your, your joy. And I know like my boyfriend cringes when I say that. And, you know, a lot of people are like, what do you mean? Just have fun. But Mm -hmm. it really is like the secret, if you will, if you're having fun and you're enjoying what you're doing, you're going to be in flow. You're going to mm. be, you're going to be much more successful being in flow than you are being in force. Right. Um, so at any point, you know, stop and ask yourself, is this truly exciting to me? Is this truly something that lights me up? And if the answer is yes, res- you know, Oprah's resounding yes. Mm-hmm. Um, then, you know, you're on the right path. And it's really that simple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard for people to take that step back and actually ask themselves, mm-hmm. is this what I'm meant to be doing? Or, or like, just simply, like you said, am I having fun at this? You know, yeah. could I be having more fun if I were doing something else? Yeah. And that's, you know, it's a, maybe a difficult thing for people to do in the moment, but, you know, making that, making that little habit is, you know, fun is super important. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's a scary question for a lot of us because it it forces us to really look inward and know if the answer is no, you're going to have to make a change. And I think that's where we get Mm -hmm. afraid of looking into that, you know. (laughs) Well, I think as we grow up, grow older, Mm -hmm. we're also Mm -hmm. more and more supposed to put on our adult hat and, you know, the the fun times are over in a way. And it's it's just sad that, that it's sort of the fun and the creativity that kind of gets, uh, you know, knocked out of the way early on. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I hope that our society in the future, um, will continue to recognize more and more how important that skill is. And, you know, I'd love to see our schools really cultivate that in, in young people and parents and their kids as well. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, Haley, thank you for being a guest today. And I encourage everybody to check out Haley's podcast, Sparkling Hippie. Um, yeah. A lot of great stuff going on over there. Yep. Thank you so much for having me, Josh. It's been super fun talking to you. You too as well. Thanks. Yay. Thanks for listening to another episode. And if you enjoyed the show, please stop by Apple Podcasts and review and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode. And help us spread the importance of leading a high flow lifestyle by telling a friend and sharing on social media. Thanks for hanging out with me today. 
Now go put some of this flow state training to work and live your life to its fullest. And I'll see you shortly on the next episode or inside the community at highflowlifestyle.com.